everybody welcome back to the red storm rapid reaction podcast finally talking after a win and what seems to be forever ago since that's happened and it has been i mean almost a month but saint sean's gets its second big east win a 69 57 win over butler a uh, a slower pace to this one didn't seem so much like our last games win or lose um different approach different style but really, all that matters is we got to win, right? And we look forward to playing Marquette and hopefully building some momentum and eking our way back to potentially getting to a chance. You want to have a chance one more time this season to get to 500 in Big East play. Because if you have a chance to get to 500 in Big East play at any point in this season, then you're alive, right? So if we beat Marquette, we'll be 3-5. and five. And then you got a chance to keep eking forward there. All right, I don't even look past who we play after Marquette because with the type of season we're having with, you know, COVID and the pandemic, who knows what will take place. So take this win, move it to Marquette, hopefully pick up some more, more momentum. But let's start with the first half, all right? Um, I thought solid defensively. The slower pace um, really made us focus on getting down and guarding. Uh, our perimeter switches seemed to be much more smoother. I think that we weren't doing so much five-man switching. I think sometimes we were skipping switching between bigs and guards and keeping up the switches between guards and guards and not getting ourselves caught up with those big guard switches uh, on pick and rolls late in shot clocks. Um, there were still some times when we were getting caught up in, in switching everything and, and Mike Anderson likes to you know, switch as many things as possible and stay active on defense. But I thought today we, we had a, con, a concerted effort and uh, really picking and choosing the right times. And then our communication on the backside was also better. I saw, in particular, Cole, who you know I've been on throughout the year for not being the, the most intense defender. He was uh, you know shouting out some orders on the baseline and uh, really helping guys with switches and communication. So that's good to see. And then that was, prior, that was actually prior to him having that hot shooting stretch to end the first half. So contributing in other ways, and that's stuff that we need from him. You know, and hopefully that helps urge him towards being the scorer that really we hope to see. Uh, that's kind of where we hope he can make his, his biggest contribution. Um, Butler hit some shots in the first half, even though we were playing good defense and it was kind of a tit for tat for a while. Um, Bolden on them hit four threes, I believe, in the first half. Another New York City kid who comes home and has a good game against St. John's. You know, it just it wouldn't be a season if that didn't happen. But uh, that kind of made it seem for a while until we had that late stretch from Cole hit that 40-footer that it was almost had the feeling of a wasted first half. We played good enough to have a 10-point lead, and we did end up getting that 10-point lead. But until that last minute stretch, I thought it was going to be a 2- or 3-point lead going into the half, and we weren't going to have the, the cushion we uh, deserved with the, the way we played. Um, Butler was hitting shots, and um, that's the thing with basketball. Sometimes teams hit contested shots, sometimes teams miss open shots, and you look up and you think the score tells the, the whole ball game. And at the end, that's all that matters, but there's these different situations, and sometimes you can forget what playing well looks like because you could be playing well and losing, you could be, be playing bad and, and winning. And tonight at the end of the first half, 10-point lead, I thought at the very end of 20 minutes was what we should have. 
18 minutes in, I was worried that the way we played wasn't going to be indicative of the score we were going to have at the end of the first half. So it was good to see that 10-point lead. Um, it was kind of a – the way we scored was, um, you know, sporadic in a sense. I thought it was almost each player had a chance at going at it. Uh, started with Posh, eight points early. Then Champ had a six-point stretch. Then Marcellus had a five-point stretch. Greg had a four-point stretch. Cole finished it with a seven-point stretch. So bits and pieces from everybody in different time slots, and it kind of pushed us to that 41 points. Um, second half, we got up to by as many as 13 points uh, early on in the in the second in the second half, um, and then we got as close to. Butler got it down to as little as four points, and it wasn't without putting a scare in us. You know, Coach Anderson had to call a timeout, and he uh, went a little deep in his bench. He had four bench guys and, and done in um, for that stretch where Butler closed the lead. Um, but uh, then Champ um, and Roberts made some plays, and it was good to see Josh Roberts make an impact on defense, not as much as on offense, I thought. Um he had seven points, had a couple easy uh, dump-offs, had an and-one in the second half that was big, had a real nice catch-and-finish off a nice pass from Cole that was big in the second half to kind of stymie Butler's momentum. Um, and Posh had two big steals late in that second half to kind of really seal the game uh, with about five, four minutes left in the game. Maybe it was a little bit uh, more than that, but it was a big turning point when Thompson on Butler got his fourth foul and their freshman guard got flustered and we were able to pressure them and instead of having Butler shrink that lead a little bit more towards the five minute uh, stretch we were able to push it back up to nine or ten points uh, which is big because our offense in the last five minutes of games is really really bad that's uh, my biggest negative takeaway is we have no offensive plan to finish games and this isn't a new take okay everyone who's been watching the team this year has seen this but we have no plan. The last few minutes of games, even more so. I mean, really, you want to stretch that out further. We don't really have a purpose. We have a guy dribbling. We do some weaving. We do some screening. But it's it's never um, there's there's never any plan as to are we looking to score? Or are we looking to run clock? We're looking to it seems we're looking to run clock for 25 seconds and then get a shot somehow driving towards the basket. But and particularly, our guys who are driving towards the basket aren't really threats to shoot. So when it's late-game situations, done or posh, the defense knows what they're going to do. So they square them off, and then it's a tough shot. And our guys who are better scorers, Champ and Williams, aren't the most create on their own guys. I mean, you know, not that they can't. I think they should be doing more of that. But it's not really giving the ball and clear out type. we got to really set something up, run something for them, and even more so for Cole. If we're going to get him a shot, it's got to be a set situation where we're going to get him coming off some screens so we got to be more diligent and more purposeful figuring out what to do in those last five minutes we need to come up with some sets um and unfortunately you know i might be beating this horse to death but i don't think it can be posh and done together on the court um it's just it they can't they don't have to be guarded if they don't have the basketball and when they have the ball they don't need to be guarded uh you know, up close. They can be given two or three feet, and it just kills the spacing, kills momentum. And those two guys in particular were guilty tonight of having some some really poor shot selection. They both played really good games. They both did things that really, you know, helped us get this win. But their mid-range shot selection, their shot um, pull-ups on the break were just poor. 
And as the guards, the leaders, the, the guys who are setting up the offense to be successful, you can't be having those those types of mistakes and mishaps. And we don't have you know any other options if it's those two guys in, in reality. Um, another negative I thought was, uh, you know, Greg Williams, inconsistent again tonight. Um, now, I don't mind guys, I say this all the time, who don't need to score to play well. And Greg does things that um, don't show up in the box score. And he's not a selfish player in the least, but he needs to be more consistent in looking to score. That four-point stretch he had in the first half came along with a, a nice steal and a nice deflection and a good defensive play. So... And you could see it in his eyes when he when he had that four point play. One was a great drive, and one was a one dribble pull up fadeaway. And you could just look so much confident. And he also had a a nice drop off pass to Champagne for a three pointer, three pointer, all in that two or three minute stretch where he had four points. And you could see that he was looking to force the action. And uh, I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure the coaching staff wants him to do more of that. And it's just tough to see the inconsistency in his consistency when it comes to. Um, you know, how determined he is to making an impact in the scoring column. And then lastly, aside from the last couple of minutes on offense, I thought one of the negatives was we were more stagnant. And that might go along with the slower pace we played tonight, but just more so um, on the micro level, the players just away from the basketball. If we're not really determined for a 30-second stretch to run motion offense, you know, and when coach calls times timeouts, you can see him – uh, bring it up and, and get the guys to do that, you know, off-ball, basically loop motion. Um, if they're not doing that, there's plenty of times where people are just standing still, and it's just a ball screen here, ball screen there, two guys on the perimeter, another guy floating around. And we just don't have the guys to stand still somewhere and draw attention enough for it to be, um, you know, a worthwhile offense. We need movement. We need options. We need purpose. Or we need to get out and push the pace. Um, today, we were able to shoot it well enough to get the win. Um, we shot 45% as a team compared to Butler's 43%. We were 35% from three compared to Butler's 25%. And we were 65% from the line compared to Butler's 50%. So we won in all three shooting categories. Uh, eight for 23 from the three is a good number for us. Pretty much a good number for anybody, really. 35%, you'll take that. Uh, we did get out rebounded 39 to 30. They, well, you know, with us shooting better, um, they had, I'm sorry, no, that doesn't make any sense. I'm wrong there. They, uh, we got out rebounded, and we're going to get out rebounded most games. Uh, that Golden is a big boy, uh, NZ's a big guy, and, uh, you know, didn't come back to kill us. I thought our guards did a better job this game. Posh and and Dunn getting down and digging down and helping on the boards. Uh, Cole as well. And that's big because, you know, we don't have the best rebounding bigs or the most size in particular. And without more tonight, that's even less height. Um, 14 assists for us to 13 assists for them. And nine steals to, to four steals for them. So that's no surprise. And that's why we only had seven turnovers to their 16. So if you turn them over 16, which was a season high for Butler, uh, that's, you know, obviously leads to it's in our favor. Um, and then finish with some positives. Good to see Josh Roberts, like I said. Uh, I think going forward, if he can get more comfortable and more confident, he fits the style of play so much better than Toro. Now, Toro is a bigger guy. Um, Toro 
might have a little more offensive awareness, but he hasn't shown anything where it should be, you know, insurmountable for Roberts to take that position back. And tonight was a step in that direction, and I want to see him get confident because I want to see that athleticism around the rim. Uh, there was a play early in the first half, and this is just goes down to the confidence. Their freshman point guard, Butler's freshman point guard, can't think of his name right now, um, smallest player on the court for them, got switched on to Roberts in the first half, and Roberts was on the block and wasn't looking for the basketball. They got, their shortest player was on him, and instead of him pinning him or looking to seek out contact and calling for the basketball, he moved around, moved around, moved around, and eventually brought his defender out so they could make an easy switch on the perimeter. Now, if the situation was switched and St. John's has the disadvantage in the post, every team in the Big East is looking to exploit that. They're looking to work the ball around the perimeter and get the ball to their post player on the inside when they have the advantage off a switch or some similar situation like that. And Roberts, because he, one, doesn't have the confidence, two, is not familiar with that situation, and three, we just don't have the guards that look for that. Um, we missed an opportunity. And I hopefully they can point to that on the, on the film and say, with your athleticism, Josh, we need to have a presence around the block. Now, it's not always going to be you against a guard, but as long as you are forcing a defender to guard you, keeping that back line at least active, maybe we could throw it over the top to you, dump dump offs. We need to have a little bit of a presence on that baseline. And tonight, we only scored 67 points, but, or 69 points, but I feel like we had as many easy baskets inside the paint as we had in any other game. Uh, two or three dump offs, like I said, uh, Roberts, Erlington, and uh, Champagny around the basket. We, we need to find a way to get those easy points in there because we're just not the most prolifically uh, talented offensive team, if that sentence was even in English. Um, but it's good to get the win. It's good to bounce back. Hopefully we can build all this momentum. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I am Pat Kane. I will continue to be here uh, throughout the rest of the season. I apologize for missing the Creighton game. It wasn't because we lost. It wasn't because I was in a bad mood. I got caught up with some plans. Okay, and by the time I was able to do it, it was too late. You know, so I'm not going to be doing recaps two or three days after the game. I'm bringing it to you rapidly. All right. Same day of. And if I miss that same day, maybe I'll do some other stuff, you know, some deep dives. But the recaps will be that day. Okay, I'm not trying to do too, too much stuff that's too in-depth. I just want to get out, talk about the game. Hopefully you guys start sharing your thoughts and we continue to grow this podcast and the St. John's basketball fandom. Okay, the community out there. All those sane folks that root for St. John's. We're all very, very, very calm, rational people. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Peace.